Section 10 of A Study of British Genius by Havelock Ellis. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Chapter 10. Pigmentation. Hair color and eye color. Method of classification. Sources of data. The index of pigmentation. Its marked variation in the different intellectual groups. Some probable causes for this variation. If we turn to a further anthropological character, pigmentation, or the colour of the hair and the eyes, I am able to bring forward a larger body of evidence, and it is not difficult to supplement the data furnished by the dictionary with the help of portraits, more especially those in the National Portrait Gallery. I have information on this point concerning 424 of the eminent persons on our list. In classifying by pigmentation, I have relied on the first place on the eye colour, but have allowed hair colour a certain influence in modifying the classes in those cases in which there was marked divergence between the two in lightness and darkness. I have sorted the eminent persons into three classes, according as their eyes were unpigmented, blue, highly pigmented, brown, or occupy an intermediate position, combination of the blue with yellow, orange, or brown. This intermediate class has necessarily been large, and I have comprised within it three subdivisions, a fair medium, a dark medium, and between these two, a doubtful medium. I found that the 424 individuals might be thus classed as regards eye colour, unpigmented 71, light medium 99, doubtful medium 54, dark medium 85, fully pigmented 115. The question arose as to how the results thus obtained might be conveniently formulated so as to enable us to compare the different groups of eminent persons. I finally decided to proceed with each of these groups as follows. The doubtful medium persons in each of these classes were divided equally between the fair medium and the dark medium. Then two-thirds of the fair medium persons were added to the fair class, the remaining third to the dark class, and likewise, two-thirds of the dark medium were added to the dark class, the remaining third to the fair class. The five classes were thus reduced to two, and on multiplying the fair by 100 and dividing by the dark, we obtain what may be called index of pigmentation. This method of notation is really simple and is quite sufficiently accurate for the nature of the data dealt with. It will be seen that by its use an index of 100 means that fair and dark people are equally numerous in a group, while indices over 100 mean excess of fair persons, and indices under 100 in excess of dark persons. I may remark concerning this index of pigmentation that, while it yields results which are strictly comparable among themselves in the hands of a single observer, proceeding in a uniform manner, it is doubtful whether two observers would carry it out in a strictly identical manner. Beto's index of nicorescence, founded on hair colour and applied directly to living subjects, is a convenient formula for indicating the degree of pigmentation. But in my observations, largely made in portals, in which the hair was often whitened by age, absent, concealed beneath a wig, or obscured by the darkening of the paint, it was necessary to accept eye colour as a primary basis of classification. I have been able to obtain the index of pigmentation in the case of 14 groups. I present them with their index of pigmentation in the order of decreasing fairness noting also the number of individuals in each group. Some individuals, I may remark, are included in more than one group, while various miscellaneous persons are not included at all. A table is displayed on the page with index of pigmentation. Social and political reformers, 6. Pigmentation, 400. Scholars, 7. Pigmentation, 200. Lawyers, 15. Pigmentation, 114. Soldiers, 23. Pigmentation, 110. Men of science, 45. Pigmentation 109. Sailors 13. Pigmentation 100. Philosophers 12. Pigmentation 100. 
Painters, sculptors, and architects, 38. Pigmentation, 94. Poets, 58. Pigmentation, 90. Men and women of letters, 98. Pigmentation, 79. Statesmen, 49. Pigmentation, 78. Explorers, 7. Pigmentation, 66. Divines, 44. Pigmentation, 48. Actors and actresses, 18. Pigmentation, 30. Although the numbers of some groups few, and we must not regard the index as giving results which are quite invariable, we may accept the general results with some confidence. It may be regarded as fairly certain that the first six groups do really tend to be unusually fair, and the last three groups unusually dark. The average index of pigmentation for the British population generally probably lies between 80 and 100, but it varies greatly if we take separate districts being very high in many parts of Scotland and very low in many parts of the west of England. It is fairly obvious that this fact furnishes, to some extent, a key to the position of the various groups in reference to this index. Sailors who tend to be fair come largely from the coast, and the inhabitants of the coast are usually fairer than people from inland districts. Men of science come largely from regions where the population is fair. Artists tend to be fair, both in England and France, and is, at first, a little surprising to find that they do not appear higher upon the list. It may be pointed out, however, that a large proportion of our most eminent painters come from East Anglia, a region in which, though the hair is not very dark, the eye colour is very frequently brown. Actors come largely from regions where the population is dark, but this factor, though it accounts for much, will not account for everything, nor will it explain the decisiveness of the results. Divines come from all parts of the United Kingdom, yet they tend to be distinctly dark. The darkness of eminent actors is very marked, whatever their place of origin. Only one of the eighteen on my list, Munden, falls in the unpigmented group, and he is certainly not an actor of the highest rank. The extreme fairness of political agitators and social reformers, religious reformers who tend to be decidedly dark, not being included, is peculiar. The darkness of travellers and explorers may be explained by a kind of natural selection, fair persons speedily succumbing to the effects of tropical climates. It may be remarked that this group would have been still darker if it had not been for the presence of two or three individuals of so-called Celtic type, who are fairly pigmented on the whole, though their eyes are not dark. It would, however, be out of place here to discuss fully the very interesting question of the significance of pigment in relation to intellectual ability. The results of this inquiry are on the whole confirmed by an inquiry I have elsewhere carried out as to the index of pigmentation of all the persons whose portraits are to be seen in the National Portrait Gallery, and whose eyes are fairly visible. Monthly Review, August 1901. I may say that I regard the results of my observations in the National Portrait Gallery, though some of the data are common to both series of observations, as distinctly more trustworthy in the light they throw on the relationship of pigmentation to intellectual evocation, not only because the numbers are larger, but also because the standard of ability is much lower, so that the influence of predilection in the direction of the intellectual ability is as complicated by the possibly disturbing factor of very high and versatile intellectual ability. Thus, in the small group of very eminent sailors, we have several very exceptional men, like Cook and Dampier, who were notably dark. The large number of more typical less eminent sailors in the National Portrait Gallery gives us a higher index, which is doubtless nearer to the truth. I shall add, however, that the index of pigmentation was here obtained in a way that at one point slightly differed from the adopted in the latter series. I.e., in the National Portrait Gallery groups, I simply divided all the medium persons in each group equally between the unpigmented and the fully pigmented sections. The table is displayed on the page, with group, number of individuals, and the index of pigmentation. Political reformers and agitators, 20, pigmentation, 233. Sailors, 45, pigmentation, 150. Men of science, 53, pigmentation, 121. Soldiers, 42, 
pigmentation 113. Artists 74, pigmentation 111. Bowitz 56, pigmentation 107. Royal Family 66, pigmentation 107. Lawyers 56, pigmentation 107. Created peers and their sons 89, pigmentation 102. Statesmen 53, pigmentation 89. Men and women of letters 87, pigmentation 85. Hereditary aristocracy 149, pigmentation 82. Divines 57, pigmentation 58. Men of low birth 12, pigmentation 50. Explorers, 8, pigmentation 33. Actors and actresses, 16, pigmentation 33. End of chapter 10.